Hey, welcome to Late Night with Larry. We're back here doing it once again. And I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Give him a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Larry D Studios here in beautiful New Mexico. That's right. The land of entrapment. That's right. So uh, once again, tonight, we're going to talk about our favorite subject. You know what it is. Yeah. So uh, we got a lot on our mind about the subject. It's kind of, you could say we're obsessed. Right. And uh, but before we get started, I want you to hit that subscribe button. And if you got a story, an encounter, or a sighting, get a hold of us. And you can do that by emailing us at late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com. And uh, Mr. Smith, I just answered your email. Thank you for it. And uh, here we go. Was that Dr. <clears throat> Smith from Lost in Space? That's Dr. Smith from Lost in Space. No, it's, he's one of our listeners down south. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Tonight we're going to mix it up a little bit. <clears throat> We do our traditional salute to our fans, or we'll salute somebody. We got the sheepdog peanut butter tonight. Bam, sheepdog tonight, people. And so, we just wanted to do something different. That's right. So here's to you. Here's to you. Here's sheep to us. Dog. <laughs> oh, good stuff. That's good lemonade. Yep. And like my brother said last episode, those are props. They're not real. No, they're not. We would, we would never promote drinking or That's smoking right. or any of that. So anyway, on the subject tonight, we're going to talk about Sasquatch. <clears throat> I was thinking, now this country has been founded for over 200 years. Now, I was wondering, when the pilgrims came over, yes, they didn't expect to encounter the natives that were living here. But do you think these pilgrims also encountered Sasquatch? <clears throat> now, you know what? I, I believe some of them did. Uh, the settlers, definitely. Um, the pioneers who went out to explore the explorers, I guess they were called. Uh, now, I I know there was a president who wrote a book and, and put it in one of his uh, about his uh, that was Theodore Roosevelt. Right. He, I guess, had an encounter. He did. I would guess the ones who went through the high mountains, they must have ran into them. Now, back then, you know, right now they're, they're relatively unchecked because they got a lot of uh, area to roam. Right. But we're still encroaching on their territory. Right. There's, you see a lot more cabins in the woods, a lot more people, outdoor recreation, camping, whatever. Well, I was thinking, you know, the pilgrims came over and they landed on Plymouth Rock and before they even encountered the native of course you know this is new land they had to explore it right and i i wonder that while they were exploring did they have any encounters did they hear this creature you know we we don't know they didn't leave records but i would imagine they did because if you figure at that time yes we had natives but the native population wasn't exploded like the population today so right i don't see why they couldn't have had an encounter and and that's what i was getting at earlier with the population of the sasquatch back then there was no encroachment on their territory right they lived side by side with the natives uh i was just wondering what their population was like back then yeah, I, it, I mean, I wonder about that. I wish I had a time machine so I could go back and I could tell the pilgrim, did you hear 
this sound go with the tape recorder i'll be like oh by golly yes over in the cornfield we yeah. did <laughs> yeah uh, first of all they probably <laughs> burn us at the stake because they think we're witches <laughs> right <laughs> like burn them at the stake they're yeah. practicing witchcraft anyway let's say let's fast forward a little bit before they got into warfare with the natives because at one time of course if history's right they were trading with the natives making peace I wonder if the natives warned them about the forest guardian, uh, you know, because, I mean, if you look at the native folklore, this legend goes back as far as tribes existed. So I I wonder if they told them about the creature. Right. Now, did uh, when the pilgrims were making settlements and stuff, how far did they go into the mountains, too? That's another thing. They may have stood on the lower ground where it, it's... Uh, they wouldn't have a lot of trees to cut, good farmland. Well, I, I think they did. Initially, they settled where they were, but uh, you had explorers. I mean, let's look at Lewis and Clark. Those two were all over the forest, just traveling the land, exploring. Right. And we know that they're not the only two that were explorers. So I, I, I'm going to say yes, that they had to. I mean, if we have encounters today... They they definitely probably did. Yeah, but it, it, I don't know. It's just two different times. Now when we have encounters, like I said, uh, we're, we're kind of encroaching on their territory. Back then when the explorers went through, if the Sasquatch wanted to avoid them, they could because they could go in any direction. There's no settlements, you know, no big cities. I mean, that's true, but let's look at the Sasquatches we have today. Yes, some of them will do that. Even today, they'll avoid you. They don't want nothing to do with mankind. Uh but then you have, like we've talked about in the big thing, you have the aggressive ones. Right. And maybe those ones didn't want you in their territory. So. Right. But uh, now, were they all, did we have aggressive ones back there? Or is it something like our civilization that caused them to be aggressive? Like I said, maybe we encroached on their territory too much down in the big thicket. Right. Now, now see, now that's another question to ask. Uh, I guess we'll never know. We're just theorizing here. Right. Uh, but, I mean, these are things that I think about, you know. Uh, maybe Ben Franklin saw one before he invented electricity. Maybe that's why he discovered electricity. Maybe. So he could have lights. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he could put spotlights up in his backyard. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting to think. We, and I do that because you hear the tales going back from these tribes who were in this land before any settlers came. Right. And, you know, there, there's tales and the, the name for the creature goes back right right and, and different tribes have different uh stories about them some of them say you know they protect the forest while others say they traded with them right and and i've heard those stories as well yeah and you have some that say they abduct uh, members of their tribe so right it's it's just thought it's just thought you know yeah it's, and and getting back to what you said they abduct members of the tribe um there, there's a, a person I follow on Facebook and YouTube, uh, M.K. Davis. He does a lot of photo re restoration. Right. Now, there was some photos of these people with, like, um, kind of primitive features. Okay. Old, old, old photos that he restored. Now, was there some... Uh, in uh, some, I don't know, abduction and maybe breeding going on? Or? Breeding. 
Yeah, I, I think I've seen a couple of those pictures you're talking about, and yeah, you you would wonder. You're like, wow, who did these people breed with? Right, right. No, it just makes you think. Um, is is it even possible? That's another thing. I don't think we know enough about the Sasquatch and their DNA to even know if it, it's compatible. Well, we don't. But, I mean, the closest thing we have is the Russian Yeti woman, the one that they caught and kept in captivity. Now, she did breed. The, you know, she was the village sex toy from what the story goes. But she did breed. She had children. And... They were trying to find the graves of her children, right? So that they could dig it up and do DNA analysis, but it it, it didn't pan out to be so successful. But you know, everyone that has record of it said that yeah, you know, men would frequent her, and she did have children. Right now, that was in Russia because I, I think I went to high school with her. Oh, wow! I. Th- <laughs> no, you're thinking of someone different. Oh, okay. I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> thinking of yeah, La Llorona. <laughs> La Llorona, yeah. But anyway, you know, these these are things, and you, you listeners may think, is that all this guy does all day is think about Sasquatch? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm curious. I want to see this creature. Uh, I, I, I know I've heard him. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. And like me, even when I'm at work, I work in a very secluded area. It's a, a very secluded drive out there because especially when I drive out there in the dark, that's the first thing on my mind. Like maybe if there's an elk on the side of the road and I'm like, <gasps> my first thought is, what is that? Right. And then I, I recognize a creature or um, <clears throat> even where I work. There's been stories, uh, we have two different mines, they're connected by a road, <coughs> and it, it's not a public access road, it's just a road we made through, right. the, through the terrain, and somebody was tramming a piece of equipment from one place to another, and they broke down somewhere out there in the middle of nowhere, and while they were waiting for help, you know, it was, it was raining, it was, there was lightning, he swears that every time the lightning would flash, he, he saw something in the distance walking around. Yeah, and I won't put it past him because we know that in this area we have them. Uh, th- now, where you work, there's, there's not a lot of forest, but I have seen videos and pictures of these creatures walking in, in our desert terrain. Right. Whether it be they're going from point A to point B or they just got lost but for whatever reason they're there right where, where i work it's right on the border of the navajo nation now we have some navajo gentlemen that work with us one in particular he has some property uh i guess it's northwest of where i work and it's on the reservation and he claims they frequent his property now i don't think they're there all the time i think they just pass through sometimes going home he'll see them uh in the road or when he's on his own property he'll see them you know hide behind a tree duck away and he he has a lot of interesting stories and once we get the capability of call-ins or something i'd i'd like to interview him because he's uh He's had a lot of good experiences. Uh, I don't think he'd come in now because of the COVID thing, but right. like I said, once we get the call-in capabilities, and there's other people at my work, once we get the call-in capabilities, they want to call and tell their story too. And just to let our listeners know, the call-in capability has been pushed back to February. Not my fault, people. It's Zoom. 
and of course they're blaming it on the covid the the supply chain and whatnot and you know i i get it but man come on you know bottom line is we, we rely too much on china for crap that's bottom line that's what it is by american by american that's right and maybe we'd have our equipment if we it was made here in the states yeah you know not to get off subject right. or anything but one time uh, i needed to buy a telephone for my home phone or for my house a home telephone i went all over looking for one i was willing to pay extra if i could find one made in the usa and i could not find one you can't everything's made in taiwan or china or now vietnam indonesia cambodia yeah what is made in the united states Sasquatch videos. Sasquatch videos. That's right. Well, there's some good ones coming out of Russia, too, though. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Uh, I think the best ones are right here. Right, and there, there's some good ones on, on TV, uh, Paranormal Caught on tape. Right. Now, but everything on that show I got to take with a grain of salt because it is for television. Right. I, I do, too. I, I look and I'm like, you know, some of it's a little far-fetched, but I'm like, but, you know, maybe it did happen. And that's what they say. The ones that you think are just totally staged, and those are probably the realest ones. And the ones that you think are real were staged. <laughs> right. Now, I, I do a lot of research on YouTube. I just like to see the evidence that people present. And um, right. you could tell there is a lot of hoaxes. So, there I is. mean, if you watch them, just you could use your common sense, use all your senses, and uh, you'll be able to pick them out. Listen to your gut, people. Yep. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, there's a lot of hoaxes out there. But then there's a lot of genuine uh, footage, and there's good, good evidence that they want to debunk because of the hoaxsters. I mean, uh, some of the best ones are the footprints with the dermal ridges and whatnot, and that's just too hard to, to right. hoax. Right, Especially with the, what do they call it, the mid-tarsal break? Right. Because supposedly their foot, it, it bends in the middle, not like us, because we have a arch shape. Right. There's this, they're flat-footed, but it bends in the middle because to support the weight. Right. I, maybe that's why I'm flat-footed, to support my weight. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you know that's these are like these are things that I think about, right? And and not and on a constant because that's just how my I guess as you get older you fixate on this is my hobby, you know. Uh, as you get older, you have certain things in your life that you're going to pay more attention to than others, and this is one of the things I pay attention to. It's become my hobby. Uh, it's become my obsession. And right. I, I just want to know because if I could get good footage, there's so many people that I could just shut down with the naysaying because but so so many people just don't believe this creature exists. If we got footage that was crystal clear, plain as day. They'd say it's a hoax. Right, exactly. Yeah, I know. Now, just to get back to, we were talking about the explorers earlier. Right. Now, when they landed on the East Coast, and made their way toward the west coast some of those first explorers if they were up with up north in the pacific northwest right. now that they have a good chance there because we all know that's been a hot spot the pacific nor northwest uh, washington oregon all the way up into alaska yeah yes but yeah i believe you if uh, there were explorers up in that area i do believe they saw a squatch 
Right, because we've heard stories about early miners and stuff right. that uh, get attacked or scared off of their claim. Right. And, and, I mean, but there again, who would you tell if you're one of these, as they called them, the mountain men that took a pack mule, their sidearm and their rifle and their horse, and they were going out, and most of them went out either trapping, hunting, or mining, who are they going to tell? I mean, they're out in the wilderness for months, sometimes years at a time. By the time they come back and, you know, to resupply and whatnot, probably they'd probably have to do it after several months. But, who, you know, who are they going to tell? They're going to go to the local saloon and start telling people that there's a wild man up in the mountains. And they're going to say, yeah, it's it's you, buddy. Yep. Yeah, that's why I think a lot of the stories went on. On. Uh, accounted for it you know they never told the stories right or they either came down and and went into the saloon the saloon baby and uh got a little bit liquored up and started telling the story and and people were just like oh this guy cut him off yep, he's get nuts. him out of here yep he's nuts as I swear today yeah i mean that happened throughout history people were just they would dismiss it but because of today's technology, they have to accept it more and more, kind of like the UFO phenomenon. Right. We're not saying that's an alien ship up in the sky, but can you explain it? No, therefore, it's a UFO. Right. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> at work, they're kind of starting to open up, and uh, I was kind of hoping uh, maybe we'd get some Mount Taylor stories that right. we've never heard before. Well, and, and you had asked me, sometime back and I've never heard of any stories up in that area and I wonder if it's just the terrain it's it's hard to say um, like I said all my friends are hunters over there and I, I haven't had one yet but now maybe somebody will come forward with one and who knows I, I've googled them I can't find them on the internet right. we might have the first one out there and that would be great so if you are up in the Mount Taylor area and you got a story tell us Yep, inquiring minds want to know. Right? All right. What, what, what's that? What? Uh, I don't know. Somebody's at my house. Oh. Probably uh, it's Christmas even season, so it's probably the delivery guy. Uh, it's it's with, with this COVID guy. stuff, I, I do all my shopping online, so it's hard to find Bigfoot gear online. That's right. And uh, if anything, we're going to pay someone in a ghillie suit to run through the forest. No, we're just kidding. No, no, we won't do that. No, you might get shot. Yeah. But no, we're, we're just curious about the subject and... I mean, that was a thought that popped into my mind, and I said, I'm going to share this with my brother, because, you know, I, I know we hear all the book history about pilgrims and this and that, but, you know, they didn't have an easy life. I don't think so. That, no. That was a rough life, settling, and... uh there was a lot of wildlife. Nothing was tamed. They didn't. They didn't have the city lights we have. Life was different. So I. I, I wonder if even if squatches, you know, said, "What's this new creature that's here?" You know, we we know the natives, and you know, they let us live in harmony. But who's this guy with the fire stick that we keep hearing it go boom and? Right. I, you know, and, and maybe that made them stay at a distance. It may have, but I'm sure they were still curious because it's something new that they weren't exposed to. Right. But, you know, a squatch could be there watching you all day and then all night and you wouldn't even know it. You no, know, I mean, they're, they're the masters of the forest. I mean, even some of these pictures, they say right there, they got to outline it or I wouldn't see it. Right. I, I'm like, oh, I see it now. Yeah, OK. And, you know, and, and is it? 
is it a mirage is it real or but i mean they blend in so well right and i i know i've seen documentaries where the hair that they've had how the hair has like a chemical to it that it kind of like a chameleon if wherever they're at in the environment it's like the light reflects off it to camouflage them right and i've heard so many stories about them looking like they have the spanish moss on them right so that would make them blend in even better even better especially in swampy area right skunky yeah anywhere really i mean if you go out even to where we go up in the mountains if they had like mossy looking hair you're you're gonna think it's just a a flat bush or something a bush yeah they would blend in perfectly out there perfectly yeah i mean so i i could see that but yeah but I, i think when the settlers came in you know there wasn't a whole lot of them moving across the country so I think maybe they watched them from a distance. That's why we don't have a lot of stories in history. But also, they could have been taken out of the stories. Well, they, they could have. You, you see that in history and, a lot. And, and I know we're going like maybe 100 years into our history after the settlers. We're talking about the, the Wild West era, you know. And, and I've seen some pictures of supposedly killed sasquatches hanging and i'm like it's it's this real you know i'm like you know with today's technology that could have been photoshopped or whatnot but i i wonder was this real because some of them look pretty genuine yeah you know there's a good chance they are real i would say the people back then the settlers they're probably better hunters and trackers than what we have today because our hunters and trackers today whether they'll admit it or not, they rely on technology. Yeah. They have range finders. And the, the, you got the range scope, the GPS. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and back then, them men were, they were true hunters and trackers. And they were tough as hell. Tough people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to go out in, in in the wilderness and like we've told you how dark it is when we go out, but to go out there and live in that terrain. And, and I guess if you do it and that's all you know is life, I guess that's that's life right uh, you get used to it but for us today most of us are are like nope it it's crazy out here so. yeah and uh I'll, i won't i won't lie when we're out there and we go dark it is crazy and i'm like <laughs> okay is it time to go or are we gonna fire up a fire right well, well if we can't fire up a fire we usually say all right it's time to go for one it gets cold yeah and and two we can't see crap we can't see nothing when the dogs start growling at the dark and stuff and you know it's time to go yeah um even if we had a side piece we don't know what we're shooting at are you talking about a gun or a mistress you pick (laughs) no just kidding just kidding we would never condone that either no i i would not but um yeah i think the settlers did come across them maybe not as frequent because like i said it wasn't as jam-packed as it is now right but i i I think either they kept the stories to themselves right or else somebody else took them out of the history books or whatever saying no we can't put that in there and 
They'll be like people, they're, they're going to think you're a bunch of crazy nuts. Just, just like if one of the settlers had a, a UFO encounter, that probably wouldn't be in there either. They'd be like, come on, man, you're, you're discrediting your whole journey. Uh, yes. What did you, what do you mean? We came on that Mayflower ship, that wooden piece. That's the only vehicle that exists in this world. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they'll be, what do you mean you saw a vehicle flying in the sky? They'll be like, burn him tomorrow at the stake. Right. And why did you see it? You're a witch. Right. Yeah, you're a witch. Yep. And that's another thing. But but that's for a different podcast with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But anyway, you know, that's those were my thoughts. I mean, you know, you're our listeners out there. Uh, any of you ever think about the same thing? I mean, if you listen to our podcast, you must be interested in Sasquatch. Right. You know, so what are your thoughts? What do you think? And do you have any stories? Right. And there, there's a, a lot of stories on the Internet. I suggest you listen to some of them. Some of them are pretty interesting. Um, right. A lot of them revolve around children for some reason. Well, I, I think it's just the innocence of the children. They're, they're attracted. I, I think a lot of the females are attracted to the children. Of course, that's the motherly instinct. Right. Uh, I mean, and, and I see it as no different than you get these mothers at the park that see children out playing alone, and they start wondering, where's their mom? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, exactly. Are they here alone? You know? Yep. Yeah, so. Now, not only Sasquatch, we're, we're into other things, the paranormal UFOs. Something happened to you, you want us to pass it on uh, until we get that call-in capability or something you want us to research. That's right. Just email us. We gave you the email. And uh, if, you know, reach out to us. Right. Yep. Reach out to us. And if you run into Salma Hayek, tell her we say what's up to you. That's right. <laughs> and we're here for you people. <laughs> yep. But anyway, that's what we wanted to present tonight. We hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, think about it. Think about what my thoughts were. When these people settled this new land, what became America, it, it, was, it was fertile, ripe land full of forest and unexplored territory. Right. Now, I want to throw this in real quick. I've always mentioned this. When people go out hiking, they're, they're looking at their footing at the trail. Right. Now, they take for granted it's a hiking trail, so it's safe. They always take it for granted. Now, these explorers, they had to keep their wits about them. They had to watch their surroundings because they had a family to protect, other people to protect. And, and that's right. So I mean, they may have been uh, seen more. I'm sure they have, and you're right. As they were going out through the forest, they were looking up, down, around. Well, and and it was just, you know, like you said, to protect yourself because you got bears, mountain lions, uh, the natives. You know? Right, you had everything. They, they Sasquatch, had all, dog man, skunk ape. Yeah, they, they had everything uh, against them, I should say, because they were the invaders in the forest right and uh yeah i mean think about it people yeah yep but that's just popped in my mind i don't know why but well that's a good thought <laughs> anyway thanks for listening tonight and uh let us know if they shared uh the first thanksgiving with not only the natives with the squatches that's possible. I've heard about Sasquatches hunting turkey. So. That's right. Well, I, I recently seen a commercial where Sasquatch is getting insurance. I, I think they call him Daryl. 
Yeah, yeah. He's from Gallup, actually. I know him. Oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, if they could get insurance, they could uh, share Thanksgiving. Yep. Anyway, thanks for listening, people. Peace out. Peace.